Hi. Oh, that hey boo was for me. Oh, hi. That's Tony, right? Yeah, she she said, "What's your name, Miguel?" No, I said, "Am I right? Is it Tony?" It is Tony. Okay. I knew it. I'm not hating. You're hamming. Juwan, Juwan. If a chick calls you and is asking you about relationship problems, and you already talked to her earlier today about the same relationship problems. And you want to fuck said chick. Are you not hamming to her if you're continually talking about it in circles and circles with the girl? Are you trying to get somewhere with that girl when you know you want to fuck her? You do want to fuck her. Wait a minute. So she's talking to me about her relation, about problems in a relationship that she that she's having. Right. And and she's you already talked to her earlier today. You already talked to her earlier in the day. Okay. and, And gave her your opinion. Now you're on the phone talking. You already talked to her in person. Okay. Now you're now you're talking to her on the phone about it for like 30 minutes in circles saying the same shit, knowing you want to fuck. No, you do want to fuck. You could no, you could have fucked. You haven't yet, but you want to fuck. Yes, you do. You so I'm just trying to figure out. He's lying to himself. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I look like. Talking to this chick about her relationship problems at all. I mean, he's he's a he's a friend right now that potentially wants to fuck. So if she if she threw it at you, you wouldn't catch it. If she threw it, if she threw it, okay. You know what? No, because we 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 off that. We off that. I don't have time. Maybe it's because I'm old, I'm old, but I just don't have time to placate to someone else about you know whatever problems that they're having in their relationship, you know, regardless of whether or not I want to fuck or not. You know, she needs to handle that shit on her own. Don't talk to me about it. Okay, and let me also, ask you this, Jamel. Ahead. As a woman, in your olden days, have you ever talked to a nigga that you know is interested in you in some way about another nigga? Yes. And did you use that to your advantage, knowing that he wants some of you? No. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> y'all, y'all all lying in here. I'm always right, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. But see, Devin, you're the same one. You're the one that was like, uh, no, you're not. You're the one when we was doing what the um, insecure podcast where you was on Nathan about where he's her friend, he should stay there and hold her all night. He should. Crying over Lawrence and everything, and I said fuck all of that. You need to handle that shit in your own. Work that shit out between the you. The point and that is with yourself. Tony is lying to himself about wanting to fuck this young lady. Why he gotta be lying? He don't have to, if he don't. Because I know I know he want to fuck her. You know he want to fuck her. Yes. Yeah, you could. She's a uh, sure. You just don't want to do it right now. You don't want to do it right now because she's in a messy relationship with a crazy young lady. Oh, this is a this is this is a bisexual young lady. Yes, she's bisexual. You know, wait a minute. Sexuality is a spectrum. Yes, def, def, yes, it is a spectrum. But uh, is she with is she with a stud or is she with a film? She's with a film. Okay, then he might have a chance. Tony, go ahead, fuck. See, Juwan said, "Ghost man." Oh,
Okay, he's lying. All right, we're not we're not gonna lie tonight. So. And with me, as always, are uh, my two buddies. Who am I going to start with this time? I started with Juwan last time. Devin, how are you doing, bud? I'm glad you asked. I didn't think you'd ask me. I am doing fantastic. Uh, great weekend of sports. Jamel, how was your weekend? So how are you doing, Juwan? <laughs> <laughs> I am fine. I did not watch any sports. Um, sports ended for me, um, what was it, like maybe three weeks ago? Um, no, last week when you got your shit pushed. Up. I don't know anything about what the fuck you talking about. It ended for me two, like two or three weeks ago, and then I watched the session last week. That's all. Oh, I right, right, right. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Are you all cut up on succession? Yes, I'm done with I'm done with the session. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I need to catch up. Well, let's see. What are we here for? We are now. We're here for Euphoria. I don't have any. You know, well, no, no, wait, no. I man. do have something. Shit, I lost it. I got Damn. something. I should write it down. What you got? I'm here for the tragedy of Macbeth. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I will say. Uh, it is a it is a fantastic movie. Joel, it's Good. very well directed by um, um, Joel Cohen. It's not a Cohen Brothers. It's just him alone. Yeah, um, no, I know that. Uh, Denzel Washington is great as always. Francis McDormand. Macbeth, I presume. Yes, he's Denzel Washington. Is, <laughs> yeah, Denzel. Uh, sorry, Macbeth from from Mount Vernon, New York. Um, and Francis McDormand, always excellent. Uh, I think actually. Um, who steals the show, though, I would say, um, and Devin, you know who this is, Corey Holcomb, better known as the nigga with the bad wig on The Walking Dead. On that season The Walking Dead, that left and never came, that uh, walked away Heath? and never came back. Yeah, Heath. Heath from The Walking Dead. Oh, right on. So, yeah, great performances. It's definitely gonna um, win some awards. Uh, one thing is that Denzel probably is going to get nominated for a best actor as he should Ooh. however uh this is the year uh another year that will smith is nominated for an academy award oh, it's probably it's, yeah it's probably going to get a nominated for academy award against um denzel washington this is also the year that sydney portier who is denzel's mentor has tragic, give passed, black passed away well i shouldn't say that but I'm gonna say better give it to a black person, but I'm gonna go ahead go step further and say I don't give want it them to placate. Still. That's the only reason why I took it back. You know, you know what I mean? I think I'm trying like, to see who oh, else. Oh well, Sydney Portier died, so 
you know. I mean, who? I mean, of course, I think ben, Benjamin Cumberbatch is going to get nominated. Denzel, Will Smith. I don't know. I haven't seen much of any of the Oscar movies, but I really want Will Smith to get his Oscar this year. Mm. No, I would like. And that. I actually did see like that movie, him. which was very good. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, that's so um yeah, the tragedy of Macbeth on is on I Apple. I totally plan to see that. Yeah, it's on Apple Plus right now, Apple TV. So um, I definitely rec- recommend it. Uh, one last question before we move on to the show is: I know Jamel finally. I think she watched it, and maybe I missed. Did you Did you watch Eternals? I did. So thoughts, I please. Did. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it definitely fine. So that a thumbs, that a thumbs in the middle, thumbs down, thumbs it, up. It was. It was thumbs northwest. I mean, <laughs> southwest. Some, you know, oh, diagonal no. down. You oh, know, okay, maybe I'm. Maybe I need to watch it again. Is it like Rob Stark uh, being taking a heel turn? It was. You know what? Uh, let's also talk about Abbott Elementary, listeners. I need everybody to watch Abbott Elementary. That's okay? that black show, right? I watched the first Boy. episode. Yeah, it's like the office only set only with black people set in Philly in a t- in a in a, in a so in it's an not elementary funny. school. It's, no, it's hilarious. But the office wasn't funny. Okay, but this is with black people. So it's just funny. It's not funny with black people. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're here for Euphoria season two, episode two, <laughs> out of touch. And I just recently learned that all of the, and I think they did this last season, all of the um, episode titles are um, our song, our song titles. This one is by Hall of the Notes this time. So, cool. Uh, shout out to, shout out to Tony. By, he'll, he'll, love, he'll love you to yes, say that. Yes, shout out to Tony. Um, uh, that's Devin's <laughs> friend. Uh, directed and written by Sam Levinson. And um, yeah, we're just gonna get on into it. I'm gonna start with you, Juwan. What did you think? Um, I was kind of hot and cold on this episode. I thought, ultimately, I think it was a really good episode. It definitely, it felt like a horror movie to me in some scenes, though. Um, yeah. In a few, in quite, in a couple of scenes, it was they really amped up the tension of um mm-hmm. what these care of what these characters were going through um i really again uh apparently like i said last week they were filming they filmed this entire season on kodak film um when they, they uh, sam levinson had the uh, kodak company recreate or, or remake that film stock and it definitely adds to the atmosphere of the show like in some scenes you know the colors really pop pop more it gives it almost a 70s vibe or a 70s look to it uh kind of like a like a very nostalgic look but uh ultimately like i think overall the episode in itself it very very tense i did not like it on my first watch but on my on the uh, subsequent watches i ended up liking it um the whole yeah. episode you didn't like uh i had some quibbles with um a couple of parts, but that's more or less some of the character. That's more or less on the character thing, not necessarily like the episode itself. But I didn't like some of the character motivation or character um, choices. Yeah, everybody in this episode. Was oh, trash. I didn't like a lot of the character choices, but we'll get there. Um, Devin, what about you? What did you think? Uh, I told y'all this pre-show. the The first minute of this episode 
I was in heaven because my girl Cassie <laughs> and them things were out here on full display. How did we know that she had the perfect ass? Yeah, ho. You know, she's not just titties. We need 30 seconds, Jamil. I'm just going to say that right now. Why? Well, oh, my God. Okay, we'll get there when we get there. Is the right okay. okay, all right. But after that, it went all downhill on everybody mm-hmm. in the fucking show. Everybody made terrible decisions this episode. It was like the terrible decision episode. So yeah, uh, I didn't. I yeah. liked it. I just didn't like what everybody was doing. Mhm. Okay. Well, we'll get to it. Um, I thought it was great. If I'm gonna be perfectly honest, I was very tense. I fully, fully agree with the fact that um, uh, with what Juwan said and how it felt like a horror movie. Only like half of the time it just ended in sex or uh, yeah, it's fine. Or drugs, whoever, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um I'm okay with anyway, both of uh but yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was great. A lot of the decisions as Juwan I mean as Devin said were so damn trash. We will also get to that. Um the only person whose decisions I loved were Ash's. Hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because we'll listen, Ash is that nigga and we will get to it. Wait, was he what Anywho. did he do in the episode? You know we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. Okay, to I don't even. I'm like, damn, did I miss that? Maybe you did. I mean, well, if you blinked, you might have missed it. But I mean, he, he still he was still in it. Okay. So, anyways, we're gonna do this one character by character, so it's not so confusing. And I um I know y'all didn't really read the notes, but I have Rue, Jules, Cat, Maddie, Cassie, Lexi, and Fez. And Nate and his dad. So, um, Juwan, who do you want to start with? Please say Cassie. Um, no, let's go ahead. Let's start with um, <laughs> let's start with Rue. Um, okay, we can just go in order um, the order how quick. I took the notes. All right, we'll go ahead and start there. Uh, basically, Rue is back at school, you know, after winter break and all of that, and she's very happy with Jules. They're all kissing in the hallway. It's all cute and shit. Um. Elliot walks up, my nigga Elliot walks up, and um, it's the most awkward introduction ever, which didn't even really have to be in- awkward, but, you know, whatever, high school. Um, so, so Jules, not Jules, Rue is like, please, 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 God, don't let him say anything about how we were uh, doing 15 drugs on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh, and he doesn't. He was just like, oh, yeah, we met at the New Year's Eve party because she's acting like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't, oh, yeah, that's right. That's how we were met. And Jules instantly, it, uh, Jules instantly was just like, mm-hmm. I can't compete with this Negro. <laughs> and so she she's already like on high alert. But they've been chilling. Like they've been chilling. They've been doing all these damn drugs. They've been like, I mean, these are the light. This is the light skinned Bobby and Whitney. Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is the light skinned Bobby and Whitney. And I can't lie, I love it. But anyways, um so yeah, that's basically the um the intro to that. Um they've been chilling and like I'm gonna get into more of what Jules thinks in it a little bit later. But okay. um Jules's part is pretty short, but I still wanna give her, her own like section. Um either way, uh they did have a little bit of an argument. And Jules calls her out and was just like, yo, you like him. And it's obvious. Like, you have a crush on Elliot. And it's it's pretty fucking obvious. And Ruth's like, nigga, no, I don't. We just friends. It's cool. And well, uh, do Jules you think, walk, huh? 
Oh, I was gonna start. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, do you think she has a crush, or is it yeah. more so this? Absolutely, nigga. Yes, I have a little bit yes. of thought that, but I don't think it's that. It doesn't feel to me like a crush because Rue comes out as like awkward, and this is someone. You know, I think it's more so like the connection with the drugs that she was worried about. Now, this is her drug friend and not necessarily a romantic, another romantic interest. Well, I'm probably wrong. She, Jules doesn't know that she's um, doing more drugs again. Like also, now that they're back together, he thinks she thinks that they're done with that. She told, that, she that told she's him. Done with that. She told him, I want to talk to you. If uh, what I forgot how she put it, but basically because of the drugs, because she's so shy, which means that she's attracted. I took that as her saying that she's into him and attracted to him in some Listen, way. Listen, Elliot is a nice looking dude. I get it. I get it. I, and, I got we are, and we are, and we, well, huh? I got nothing. I'm here to tell you, he's he's cute. It, even so, with the the Elliot tattoos. Well, I'm just talking about like if you take no. all like the Apple TV, <laughs> the Apple logo. <laughs> and all of that away. Like he's cute. He's a nice looking guy, young man. I get it. So yeah, but they've been kicking it, doing drugs, listening to music, and yeah, I do. Like they're they're Bobby and Whitney. Period. This is light skin Bobby and Whitney. Um, but fair, uh, I'm here for this black love. They're both guilty in that relationship. Whitney ruined Bobby. Oh shit. I mean, I take. you're not wrong, but you're you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. So either way, um, we get a lot of shots of Rue and Elliot uh, just hanging out and talking. They talk a lot in this episode. You know, I feel like nobody in my life understands that like drugs are honestly the only way I can be myself. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true. No, it is true. Like when I first met you, I would have never had the balls to just like come up to you and talk to you. Why? I'm just like a deeply shy person. <laughs> And like with Jules, right? Like, when I first met her, I was just immediately in love. In love? Yeah. You say it all out, it kind of sounds small. What's a bigger feeling than love? Loss. You think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's what it was, right? Like, as soon as I saw her, I was just immediately afraid to lose her. Who have you lost? Uh, My dad. Meaning? Meaning he's dead. Shit, I'm sorry. It's fine, he didn't, like, kill him. How was he killed? Uh, he wasn't. Are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> no, it was, it was cancer. Shit. <sighs> yeah. How old were you? I was 14. So recently? Not really. I feel like that's kind of recent. I don't know, I guess. Honestly, it feels like fucking forever ago. Is that why you started doing drugs? <laughs> that's funny. That's what uh, that's what everybody asks in rehab. What do you mean? I just said, you know, like I wish it was that simple, you know, like 
well, my dad died, so I started doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone's looking for, like, a cause and effect. Sometimes shit just, like, is what it is. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. To be honest, if my dad was still here, I'd probably still be doing this shit. And this is something that we don't really see from Rue. Like, even all the times that she's been with Jules, like, we don't really ever see her open up. Like, because she talked to him about um, her dad and her dad's passing. She, she, she even talked to um, Jules. I mean, she even talked to Elliot about how much she loves Rue and how, you know, she met Rue and how much, you know, all of that. So, I mean, she really, like, I don't know, maybe they could just be best friends, but I think that she's, you know, I don't know. She Maybe she doesn't realize it yet, but there, there, there's something there. Or maybe I'm just projecting because I want it. But, yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I'm there, seeing it. Okay, yeah. I, now that you mentioned it, I do see it as I do see it as well, and it could definitely happen that way. Uh, you break up a really interesting point, Jamel, how you're saying that this is the most that Ruse ever, t- with the exception of that um, – that the HBO special movie that they did in between seasons, this is probably the most that Rue mm-hmm. has ever talked to another character. Yeah, well, she, she talks talked to Ali. To Ali. Well, she talked yeah, to Ali. Yeah, she talks to Ali. But yeah. you can definitely she see... She talks to the black folks. <laughs> yeah. This is, so, uh, listen, today is MLK Day. We're going to get... We're going to be real pro-black this episode. Oh, just, all the time. Just so y'all know. But uh, I think that it's kind of... Honestly, it's all... It, these conversations that she's having with Elliot kind of puts in my mind like what is it that um rue sees in um in in um jewels that attracts that attracts her to her because like we haven't really seen anything beyond surface level conversation that between um jules and rue and also jules kind of chastises rue you know on occasion so i'm just wondering yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what it is if this Elliot character is going to not is going to drive a a wedge, a necessary wedge in order for Rue to see, you know, in order for Rue to be able to value herself. Also, I just want to point out because I wrote a little notes as well while I was cooking. But Elliot also is kind of like the anti Ali, um, whereas mm-hmm. they have these. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's he's like a like a um a guy for her. He does drugs. He does enable her, but he's also self-aware enough to understand. Yeah, he's like, point, do you think this? Yeah. Yeah, he points ahead, out that the behavior may prove um, self-destructive to either her or even himself. How does Jules not know that you're doing drugs? Ugh, because I'm good at my job. Do you think it's a good thing that we're friends? Yeah, why? I just feel like... We might not bring out the best in each other. I feel like I'm okay with that. So I like the fact mm-hmm. that he that he's he's functional, you know, with his drug use. As we see when he talks to his mom, I think that is either mom or sister, maybe. But he's like, you know, functional. I think his mom. And he, but he understands, like, hey. This may not, this relationship or friendship may not be the best for us, but I am going to be here for you for however long that this lasts. And I think that he's not going mm-hmm. to let her down. Whereas Jules has clearly and let let um Jules, let um Rue down, you know. So we'll see how it plays out. But I like this. I like Elliot though. I do like his the I energy he brings to the show. 
Yeah, he's cool, man. But I mean, and to your point, yeah, he did um, ask her. Was like, I don't know if it's a good thing that we're friends because we might not be the best versions of ourselves around each other. And Ruth just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm having a good time. <laughs> this is Bobby and Whitney. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. But she was actually supposed to go hang out with Jules, but she had an NA meeting. But she ended up hanging out with Elliot instead because after she had that conversation with Jules about um about like yeah you you know you have a crush on him that's why you're hanging out and it matters blah 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 Elliot was just like I get you in trouble all right let's go get let's go do some drugs real quick and <laughs> when she looked at the camera she was just like you know what I'm gonna do you know what I'm gonna do and I was so sad but I kind of loved it uh but I didn't don't do drugs y'all um Anyway, after she leaves Elliot House, she's riding her bike um, to the NAA meeting, and she sees Cassie running into Nate's truck. More on that later. Uh, but but it should be noted that she saw it. So there's that. Um, she rides the stairs up on the um, like the handicap thing, and she's obviously high, and Ollie is so disappointed. Uh, she falls asleep in the NAA meeting, and Ollie is still disappointed <laughs> like bruh like you're going but dog you're not even really okay i don't know Did anybody any thoughts on the na part or Ollie? yeah we're gonna get more into Ollie in a second but um yeah with because with um with that they did this chant what was it um you gotta be in it to win it or something like that or something mm-hmm, cheesy like mm-hmm. that and we obviously see Rue is on because Ali when he greets her he says you're still on this suicide mission mission which is a callback to what she was going through in that uh, HBO special. Um, yeah. Whereas I don't necessarily I mean that was the last interaction as far as we know that he had with her so he probably sees it that way but I think that Rue oh, does yeah. have a, a has a renewed spirit for life but she is still on a mission. As far as like not necessarily slowing down her drug use or trying to be a functional drug user, um, and it's kind of like I I think it's disingenuous of her as well to continue going to these AA meet these uh, NA meetings high. Like, what are you really getting mm-hmm. out of it? Uh, and I think she's just wasting everyone's time if she's not gonna you know do the program. I don't. But you know, this is me, Devin. You got anything? Well, I mean, in the I think it was the movie or whatever she said like. The only reason that's keeping her alive really is the drugs. So, I mean, what it, uh, she also strength, said, you know, she said she didn't feel like she didn't think she was going to be here that long or something like that. Yeah. Right. And Strand told her, like, you can lie to everybody else, but don't lie to me. So I feel like she's in the, the boat of like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you I'm doing this shit, but I'm not going to cut you out. So I feel like mm-hmm. she's in a meeting like it's, she's not totally gone, but. There's yeah. hope, but yeah. you know, it's I don't think just, there's hope. Um, yeah, like Jamil, as you pointed out last week, that um, you the the euphoria as in the show, like like I said, it was a remake of an Israeli show. But as you pointed out, that this is um, Sam Levinson decided to take on this project to create to make something about his life and how he mm-hmm. and his struggles with addiction as a teen. Um, and I believe there was a inter- there was an interview. That um Zen that someone asks Zendaya, does she think her character Rue is going to be oh is ultimately going to be okay, and you know as far as in her life, and and Zendaya said well, 
Sam wrote this. This is a story about Sam. Sam is and Sam is doing just fine. So we yeah, need to stop worrying. About, I thought about that. So we need to stop necessarily worrying about what Rue is doing and just going on a journey to how she becomes better and not worry about what mm-hmm. she's doing in, in the now. Because her future is yeah. her future is solid. And she, uh, as you guys mentioned, um, with Elliot, uh, he was smoking a big ass blunt with his mom. I guess it was his mom. Um, and yeah, he likes room. It's pretty obvious. So yeah. Yeah, this is like one of those scenes, like where uh, I think Juwan was the one that said it. Like maybe she don't know it, but like even before we don't know that we like somebody, even though we deep down knew do know. Like your people that are close to you always see it. They mm-hmm. always tell you like. Like yeah, because mom was like, you ain't never brought no girl home. Come right, on now. right. Like your your friends telling you, oh, that's that chick that you like. Or <laughs> your mom, you, you got that little fast tail girl over here, stuff like that. You know, the people mm-hmm. around you can always see when you are feeling oh, somebody. Yeah. So that's oh, why yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, so that, oh, yeah, that's where we're going. And he started smiling after mm-hmm. he said that. Yeah, he likes her. He Love likes her. Triangle City. Mm. Hey, so who are y'all man, rooting listen, for? I... Elliot, Elliot. Love. what are you talking about? See, here's the thing. I'm going to go on, like, the, the insecure thing and say neither one of these niggas, because neither one of them are good for her. Jules or Elliot. That. I understand that. I get it. I get it completely. That's fine. Um, either she way, Ollie gives Rue a... Yeah. Ollie gives Rue right home, and they're listening to jazz, and Ollie's just talking about jazz and Rue is treating him like any teenager would when a grown up talks about random shit that, and you just want to be nice because they're a nice guy. But I really just don't care about it. So she's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Oh, 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 that's crazy. Yeah. Like she was doing the teenage thing. I know I've done it to like an uncle or something like that before. So I just <laughs> thought that was kind of a nice little touch. Like. Uh, okay, you're being nice, and you're. Uh, hmm. Either way, when they get to her house, she was just like, "I'd like to come inside and meet your mom because I am 54 and I am a former crackhead, and I feel like your mom would like to know that you're ha- like who your sponsor is," <laughs> which is a fair point. So uh, that was that yeah. was very responsible uh, of him. Very. That's something very that, I, that I hadn't even like, thought of. Been like, wait, what? Yeah, like yeah. she don't care about my drug habits, nigga. Like, I was like, oh yeah. I guess that is a good yeah. point because it could be, it could be misconstrued. Why is she with this old ass nigga? I that's crazy that we didn't even think about that. It was so funny though when he was like, oh, your mother doesn't know that you're still doing drugs. Oh, the anxiety you must feel. When you're doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna tell on you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep. And that so the, they that meet. they both like each other. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to step on your toes. Oh no, we gonna let you land. They meet. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. So just a note and you don't have to keep this in. You can edit this out, Juwan, if you want to. But I have longer notes than y'all do. Mm. Okay. Because I'm following along on your notes. I am following along on your notes. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. No. So just just. Yeah. But uh, anyways. um, Yeah. So they uh, Ali Ali and Ruth's mama meet and, you know, she asked if Ruth's doing well and he, he doesn't lie. He's just like, well, she has a long way to go. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, but you know she's gonna get there, by and by, <laughs> something like that. Go ahead. So, Uh-oh. is Rue's mom? We're gonna get that. Hold it. Okay. Hold. Hold. Okay. Hold. hold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Rue is just like, I just don't want to be here. She texts Jules. 
Uh, she's like, hey, I'm trying to leave. You Can I come by? And she doesn't answer because she's out bowling. More on that later. Um, Ali leaves and Ruth's mama, who is very beautiful, by the way, yes. um, like sits down with Rue and just like, Ali's handsome. And Rue's looking like, I, oh God, I don't, I don't, mm-mm. I, listen, if that becomes her stepdaddy, I'm okay with it. Oh, definitely. I, this, okay this show, it. this show has given us so many ships that, that I, that I would like. Um, I know, right? It's like, she's like a love. perfect black. No, she reminds me of Juwan. Who? Jamel. Because she's a perfect <laughs> oh, black woman, nah. but she has this fascination with white men. I don't get it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have literally never married a white man. Yeah, but, you know, you kiss one. It's just as bad. I've never had, I have never had sex with a white person. I'm like, I watched Succession this week, Juwan. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. so, little Succession. Little Succession. But, um, yeah. This, hey, um, I, yeah, she was giving Ali a bit of um, respectful thirst, you know. I I felt, mm-hmm. and and it I was like kind. But um, as as we but as Devin pointed out that you know up to, up to this point or maybe up to this point she's only been paired up with you know white men, lame white men. Yeah. I'm not gonna call his father lame, you know. I'm I'm lame he was, white I'm men. Not, he was probably nice, but he's lame. Well, probably, but he was All a right, good Jamel dude. All right, Jamel is the authority on white men on this podcast. You know, I think... R.I.P. <laughs> to the man. Yeah, R.I.P. to the man. I think that he was ultimately, he was a good dude, but, you know, but um, the she white man that she had... A, white dudes. Yeah, the white man she had a date with, he, you know, lame. She was, I guess they was trying, or maybe they were going to pair her up with um, Jules' father. Maybe they, aban- they probably abandoned that. He's a good dad, but, you know, he's kind of, like, boring. So, but, yeah. but I kind of... Ali, I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 she might actually get clean if that happens. <laughs> he's just gonna be there, right? But I can't even. You know what? This nigga here the whole time. He already know. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna just fuck the drugs. I'm probably still smoke weed, but fuck all the other shit. <laughs> so yeah, cause I, that's the thing. When like she was hanging out with Elliot and she was like dancing around, I was and she was just doing weed. I was like. Okay, well that's okay. If they're just and then I saw her snort, I was just like, oh damn. Okay. Again, oh, mixing that da- mixing the upper with a downer. So. Yeah. But this yeah. we led to a less dangerous extent though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, should we do Jules next? Yeah, let's go ahead because I got something. I got something to say about her. Yeah. My vote's it's, Cassie. It's really not that long. <laughs> oh. We we gonna say that. Let's say I'm saving that for the end. I'm just gonna go in order. Uh, so Jules just don't like Elliot. Like she don't like as soon as she She met him. Yeah, she's just like she's she's looking. It's like he's black. I can't compete with this. I can't. I can't because like when she walks away, like she's immediately like near tears and stuff like that. I felt so bad for her at that point. I did. Because, but I mean, like, you know, high school, all of these damn emotions are just going on overdrive right now. Um, okay, you, you felt bad for her? I, on the first watch, I was like, why is she crying? Uh, well, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's high school. Like, high school, everything yeah. is, like, serious tenfold. So, like, if you're with, you're back with your ex, your ex-girlfriend, and, like, 
you know, you see that she has like a new friend and then all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. Uh, and we met on New Year's. Yes, just about it. Yeah. Y- yeah. Like that would that would kind of put me on high alert. Like, well, how do you know this nigga? Now, at the time, I didn't know how much the Elliot thing upset Jules. But I never thought the Jules was like clingy or jealous, so I didn't think it'd be a big deal. It is a big deal. Why? The fact that you're even asking me to explain it to you is kind of an even bigger. Oh, I don't understand how such a small fucking thing has become such a big fucking thing. So I hurt my feelings. Why? Because I can tell you have a crush on him. I do not have a fucking crush on him. Then why else would you forget meeting him? Like, oh, that's right. New no, it's Year's. not like that. Really it's me. not like that. Well, I hope not. That would really suck. I'm sorry. Don't say well, that, Jules. But uh, <laughs> yeah. We're older. We're older people, and this is a show about ultimately like high schoolers. So I did not get mm-hmm. why she was um mad. You know, why she tried to make a big deal about, you know, uh, the Girl. introduction or the awkward introdu- introduction. So, but I can understand on a high school level that maybe she blowed out proportion. But let's just go a little bit deeper into what the into Jules' psyche. Because as we know, Jules is a, is, a trans, is a transgender woman. And what we learned. Oh, from, you trying to go. OK. Yeah. So what we also learned. And again, like I said last week, I don't know how much of the, the um, HBO specials was going to was going to inform um, the narrative of season two. But as we know that Jules is is um is um, experimenting with her transition. Uh, also, she's rediscovering her own her sexuality, her own sexual nature, her sexuality, where she's discarded. She's discarding the male gaze and ultimately wants to land on she wants to she's exclusively wanting to have a relationship relationships with women. Rue uh Rue in particular. So and because she's crafted her what she said is that she's crafted her femininity and her womanhood around men and around the male gaze and she's and she shared it off. So I feel like and this is just me. This is just me talking with no authority. But I feel like if you bring Elliot into the picture, Elliot, who is a, who is more male, cisgendered, heterosexual, um, I'm assuming, into this mix with Rue, who, I, who she feels that Rue has a connection or has an attraction to. I feel like this. I feel like Jews may be threatened by that and maybe have a sense to how uh, how can I compete with that or. Is this something or or do I have to be on extra extra watch? So I just think that it does. It Elliot has more more of a uh, more of an existential threat to her in terms of her identity <laughs> in her relationship. That he black. That he black. And that he's black. MLK Day. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm so I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding on on that note, but I, I fully do understand. Like, I, and I've I've been reading a lot of the um the discourse online. A lot of people who do like Jew, Jew, Jules and Rue together, um, they obviously don't like Elliot, and they consider that they're both lesbians. Which I don't know about that. I feel like their sexuality is a spectrum. That their sexuality is somewhere like on the spectrum. I ain't even really trying to uh, pigeonhole them into something. I'd maybe say pansexual. I don't know. I would, you know, if whatever. Anything, they I would like say pansexual. Like. 
Yeah, they liked who they liked. Because, like, we've seen Rue with dudes before. We've seen Jules with dudes before. They're both currently with girls, a girl right now. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm not pigeonholing them into, like, oh, were well, they're lesbians. I don't know about that. I feel like they're just, they're somewhere on the spectrum. I really just don't give a fuck. So, do, you know. Do y'all think, that, you know. Do y'all think the girl that she hooked up with last season has anything to do with any of that? Because... Uh, she was Who? like um, the, the the black girl, the girl she uh, had sex with last season. Yeah, oh. when she was like, uh, I forgot how she how she asked her about her hooking up with dudes or whatever. But she was basically like, her, you don't need niggas or some shit like that. I think yeah. they informed her decision yeah. as far. I think they informed her decision on how she wants to how she views her own sexuality now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But. Um, but I think the character of Jules is still trying to dis- is she's she's still trying to discover herself and her own identity. Yeah, they're in high school. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take a little minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Jamel is still kissing uh, yeah, white men out school. here in high school. Oh Jesus. Anyway, um, so Jules is at home drawing, um, and her dad comes in. It's just like I don't know. I feel like Rue might be a bad influence. Because you did kind of run away while but, y'all were together, even though y'all just broke up. I don't know, man. But, I mean, he's a dad. He kind of has to say that shit. You know what I mean? So Right, but it was Jules' idea. So I don't understand how he got Right, there. yeah, exactly. No, like, no, and she didn't go. Technically, technically, it wasn't. Rue was just like, maybe we should just get on the train and go. Uh, and Jules was just like, fuck it. I'm white. Let's do it. And then Rue was just like, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. I got a I family. Hold on. I'm not, might, I'm not as crazy I as I might have jumped the gun here. She and came Rue, down. And, and, I'm not high anymore. Yeah, she came down and 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 Jules was like, I'm white. I'm ready. Let's go. And yeah, so that's kind of how that ended. But um, other than that, the, the last part that I'm going to get in on Jules is, like, she gets invited to bowling night with Cat and Ethan. We'll explore that kind of right now. Let's do Ethan. Let's do, let's do Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, Cat is, you know, she's with Ethan and everything looks happy. All of her friends are just like, yo, this uh, completely normal non-abusive, non-toxic relationship is so cute and I just want to vomit. And that's actually how Kat feels. She's just like, this is, he's so sweet, he's so nice, and I want to vomit. I hate my life and I hate him. (laughs) Because, like, she, like, I think they were making out one time and um, he goes into the bathroom and then, like, or this might have just all been a vision. He nutted Um, on himself again. Huh? So he nutted on himself again. That's what I thought. I was just like, did you go to the bathroom because you had to come? Is that what you went to the bathroom for? That's the first thing I thought of. But yeah, he went to the bathroom and then all of a sudden, great value Cal Drogo comes in, speaking Dothraki, mm-hmm. and it's just like, that nigga don't deserve you. You need a real man to do this. And she's just like, oh my goodness, I don't know about this. It was just like, I'm about to conquer you like, a, like you should be conquered, like your ass should be conquered. And she's just like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> And so they start fucking kind of how like uh, Cal Drogo and Danny used to. Mm, good comment. Uh, yeah. And, oh, but why did I forget? He killed Ethan. Mm-hmm. There's blood like <laughs> spurting all for, out of his chest or whatever while there while she is getting dicked 
down. Meanwhile, she tells the girls that Ethan did that to her. And now she's sad. Do you, do you need 30 seconds to talk about the hard dick that was on the screen? That was a huge penis. That's all I will say because I don't have another lady with me to talk about it. And I don't think you, Good, that's you enough. got you guys Go ahead. Like Go ahead, Juwan. You got so. anything? No, not I don't dick, want but not on the dick, but uh, let's change. How about it? Like you want him to talk about the dick? Okay. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, uh, I have. Okay. I got some thoughts about Cat, but I saved them to the end of your um of your note segment. But I do want to um I actually have a question for Devin. Devin, were you in? Did you were were you enjoying um Cat's Cat's um seductive nature that she was trying to do when um uh, when Cal Drogo when Great Value Cal Drogo was coming in when she kind of propped the leg up and everything? Were you feeling that? Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I am uh. Size this when it comes to the ladies, because I'm a big guy, so I'm not a, into big chicks. But I will fuck the dog shit out of cat. Yeah, ho. She can get <laughs> every inch of this dick. I promise you, family. So yes, I was a fan. Okay, I was a fan as well. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I ain't never wrong with a ain't, B- ain't never wrong with a big BBWs. What, what's Drake say? I like my girls. BBW. That's right. But you literally just said you don't. In this case, I do, Jamel. Okay. Jeez. It's supposed to be a judge-free zone. Do your thing. Listen. They want to suck some dick and then eat some lunch with you. Hey, that's what the songwriter says. No, I know. And it sounds like that would be a wonderful evening for you. And it's also props because. And I will allow it because she's not white, so I'll allow it. Yeah, she's Brazilian, Wait. I think. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, she's not white. Yeah, she's Brazilian. Oh. What that make you does that make you like her less? I like her more. <laughs> oh. 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 All right. Anyway, so Kat is so bored with her high school relationship. She literally she just doesn't like him. So she pulls out a piece of paper and she does a pros and con on Ethan. And I wrote them down. The pros. She, he's cute, he's handsome, he's funny, and he loves her. The cons, she has no cons. So now she's further in depression. She's just like, why the hell do I not love this perfectly nice guy? Is, who is, is cute and handsome the nice same thing, though? No, is, cute and handsome. I don't think so. Cute and handsome are different, actually. Cute. You can be cute can um go towards your how you look and your appearance, also your personality. Person, and, and a little bit more of your personality, how you come across. But handsome is like, hey, you walk in a room and you exude um, you know, mm-hmm. a confidence about yourself. So I feel okay. like it's too different. Yeah. Okay. That's okay, no, but that's fair. Either way, she's either way, she's going through a little bit of a depression. So she's starting to eat some junk food. And then she has this uh uh this now that I think of it, it's a lot of um fantasies and visions in this episode but anyway she has like these uh vision of all these influencers cat you're one of the bravest most beautiful human beings i have ever seen that's not true yes it is i wish i had your confidence but i don't like feel healthy yes you are no like seriously i'm not cat you just have to love yourself but that's what I'm trying to tell you. I fucking hate myself. Every day you get out of bed, it's an act of courage. That's easy for you to say. You don't have, like, fucking mental problems. Yes, I do. Why do you think I look like this? Are you kidding? I 
wish my mental problems made me look like you. Trust me, you don't. Trust me, I do. You're like the most beautiful person I've ever fucking seen. Maybe by a white, cis, male, heteronormative standard. Oh my god, are you fucking joking? I just said the fuck Cat, are you fucking serious? It's not you fucking talking. It's the patriarchy. It's you talking. You are not listening. No, society puts things into your mind. I don't care about society. I feel like shit. Cat. You need to smash all beauty standards. But I can't even get out of bed. You have to love yourself. You need to find your inner fucking warrior. Become a bad bitch. Just like you did last year. But that wasn't even real. It looked real. That was the point. I found it inspiring. Shut the fuck up! who are basically just like, oh, we're envious of your life and um, you need to love yourself and just get up and get out there and take on today. And all of these canned responses that you see a lot of influencers say. And she's just like, no, nigga, I'm going through some shit. You telling me, hey, just get up and conquer today and love yourself and don't worry about what niggas think because that's the patriarchy. Like it's easy. It's it's fully an easier said than done thing. Like it's not going to be like a switch flip, you know? So I thought that was an incredibly wonderful way how to show a lot of these influencers are saying basically these influencers are just empty calories. That's it. Like a lot of the shit they say is just completely empty. Do you have any thoughts on that? I actually liked it. I thought they were just like building her up. I was like, yeah, she needs to hear this, even though she just shut it down. But so I looked at it well, completely she different. Does but she needs to. Uh, it needs it needs to be a little bit more in depth. Like right, like, oh, it was no, no substance to things. it. Yeah, it was just like template things that you should say. Oh man, well just get up and um, you know, just get up and uh, get out of bed and you know. She got to look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you don't feel that way, it ain't going to work. You know, mm -hmm. like it's going to it's just it's it's not like I said, it's not like a switch flip. I mm -hmm. think it was explore. I think it was exploring something a little bit deeper. I get into it in just a minute. But I think it was exploring something a little bit deeper than um uh -huh. just than um, it felt a little toxic to me. But uh, I get into that in just a second when you get finished with your cat statement. Um, either way, when this whole thing, it, all while this is going on, Ethan texts her and says he's on, he's on his way to pick her up. And she's just like, I just don't want to do this shit. I don't like this nigga, even though he's nice. Um, so she calls Maddie and Jules. It's just like, hey, y'all want to go bowling with us? And Ethan is just like, I thought this was just going to be us, but that's cool. And she is living. <laughs> she's having a great time. Okay. Like. She's just like, this is the greatest time ever. And she ain't even worried about Ethan because like, it, 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 it's sad because Ethan don't deserve that. Yeah, it did kind of feel like, and now that you mentioned that, I didn't really think about that when I was watching the episode, but it did I was, it did, did kind of feel like he was the um, odd man out because he's just Absolutely. sitting there. And only thing we have, only thing we've seen of him in this episode is him just sitting there watching the girls like have fun and bowling. And I, and mm -hmm. well, it's with the exception of him making out with Cat, but it's kind of like you know they're not really paying attention to him. They're on a date with the, it's a date between the three girls, and mm -hmm. yeah, and, and that's kind of like happened a, to drive her, right? And it's like and I and we don't even see like he. She walks him to the to the car and tells them it's gonna be like five. She's like, I'll be back in five minutes, and they're like, What is she gonna do in five minutes? Um, but also, I just back. think, yeah, just say, just basically say goodbye. 
but she's presented this image of Ethan to the girls that mm-hmm. Ethan is this like you know this love slash sex machine, and mm-hmm. they have and they're hot and heavy, which they're not. You know they make out, mm-hmm. they cuddle, they hug, but I don't. We don't know yet if they actually had sex. Um, and she's just kind of like going through the motions of this relationship of this relationship, which is by all anticipation all intents and purposes is a normal relationship, but, you know, she's not excited by it, you know, so, but it's, mm-hmm. I feel kind of bad for Ethan. Um, I did too. He didn't deserve that because he's literally, he's done nothing wrong. He's been a very, very nice guy, but she's just, she just wants more, but, and she might need to vocalize that to him or break up with him, sadly, but because mm-hmm. he just doesn't deserve that. Right. But see, my thing about Cat is, in terms of the actual other cat character, is what they have, what they've done with that particular fantasy segment of her seeing all the social media media influencers, it's just, it goes to show just how much the literal, the literal online and social media influence, hence those influencers, has proliferated the psyches of oh, these yeah. teenagers. Also adults, on a, on a macro level, uh, it, it it affects adults, but on a microcosm of this show, it affects these teenagers. And Kat, who herself was a sex work influencer, and I think that we see that she's feeling the withdrawal of not having that a part of her identity. I thought about that too. Yeah, she's she's having I these visions. I wouldn't call her a sex influencer, but she was just like a. I yeah, feel we'll she was a sex I'm, I'm worker. Well, she was a sex worker, and I feel like she yeah. was. I feel like yeah, she was definitely a sex worker. But I feel like you know her identity was tied up in that sex work, and I, yeah, maybe not an influencer, mm-hmm. but her her part of her identity was. She had a in, lot more confidence when she was doing that. Right, and now since that's no longer a part of her identity, and she's. Uh, dressing quote unquote normal, she has a normal quote unquote normal relationship. She's starting to have unhealthy thoughts about herself, uh, self again, doing unhealthy behaviors like like eating the junk food, which is something mm-hmm. that caused her to um, root. Not I'm not gonna say ruin, but something that caused her to um, have another relationship in badly, even though it was an elementary school relationship. But you know that relationship with Daniel. Oh, yeah. And so and her thoughts, she's so she's having thoughts of rejecting normalcy a quote-unquote normalcy with Ethan. So I just think it's, I just think like what they're probably examining with Kat's identity, like she wants to have the kitty queen identity back and she's struggling with um, that. Like I said last week, is she still in the racial chat room showing feet? And obviously she's not. And she, but, you know, she wants to do that. And I want to see, and I hopefully... When that comes to pass, I think it's definitely going to come to pass that sex that cat is going to get back into sex work, and I think that's going to crush. Yeah, Ethan. she wants to feel sexual. That's just that's she just wants to feel sexualized. Not well, I shouldn't say sexual. Well, I maybe so. She just like I think she's just missing like the sex from the relationship because yeah, they're just doing all this cutesy making out, and she just wants more. Mm-hmm. You know, because and she got Have that when she was yet? doing sex work. I don't think so. I don't. Well, he ate her out last. Right, and yes. I think that was the last we saw of that. That was when so she was saying that, that, like, she don't fuck virgins or whatever. But 
Well, yeah, that's when she was on her like high horse and she was doing all that extra shit though. Right. So I'm like, I I know she they haven't shown it, but I was just. I just I don't know. I just assumed it was understood that they had had sex. I felt like if they had sex, they would have shown them having sex and not just making and not just kissing on the bed. Okay. Oh, we'll see. But yeah, that's all I have for cats. So hopefully, you know, it's all about these niggas finding themselves. On to my queen, Maddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maddie is the queen. Okay, I'm telling you right now. She has a little. She we, listen. We have some issues. But a lot I'm telling you right now, she's the she's my favorite. I don't care. I do not. So anyway, uh, yeah, she kind of starts to having feelings for Nate again. Um, and um, like I think after you know they go home, well, cause, well, after dropping him off from the hospital, he texts her, "Thank you for being from there for me. I love you always and forever." And Maddie's just like. <sighs> Oh my gosh! And he, she tells Cassie, and it's just like, oh my god, he sent me the sweetest text message, and Cassie's just like, that's that's wonderful. Oh, that's wonderful. That's so great. Oh, and um, <laughs> don't need to mock her. No uh-huh. need to mock. Don't need to mock her love, Jamel. Listen, don't let the fact that she has big boobs cloud you. It's already clouded. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, we get a little bit. Um, more on what Maddie's doing, which is something I kind of like because we really only saw her last season when she was attached to Nate. We didn't really mm. ever get too much about her other than she was like a mean girl and she was in an abusive relationship. Uh, so now that she's kind of by herself, we're getting more into her. Like she has a job, she's a babysitter, and she's a pretty good babysitter too. Like she's really cool with um with the uh with the kid and all of that. Um, but it's is also yeah, they. Well, she hangs yeah. up the phone. She at least hangs up the phone when they try to, to, yeah. to play with the kid. Like my yeah, best friend. Like, I wanna, yeah, when I want to. Yeah, when she was in the pool and the kid was just like, I want to play, and and she was just like, All right, well, I gotta go because I gotta you're go talk, play with my best friend. I'm talking about yeah, her violating these people's homes. Let's get into it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let you Either. land. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, that's another reason is because she's all up in that rich ass house. Uh, all up in the mom's clothes, in the jewelry, in everything. And she almost got caught. Almost got mm-hmm. caught. And I thought it was going to be something because she left a drawer open, but she did put everything back. So, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe she won't notice. I don't know. And how would you feel about this? I mean, I hate it. Right. Like, I've been a babysitter before. So oh, you've done that? I- Anyway, um, <laughs> so like, I've that, been and, and I'm not trying to be sexist. Is that like a young girl's thing where like, uh, you'd be like, oh, I want to be like this when I grow up. So is that like a thing that I just don't get? Like as a yeah yeah okay yeah like it, yeah like I have been a teenage girl and I have babysat and look at all this I'm stuff she has. On. Okay, no, you don't like, want to incriminate you yourself. Statute of limitations. So. Anyway, um, and like, and there's almost a little bit of a scare because the mom is just like, "Can I see you in uh in the back for a second? And you know, mm. Maddie walks in the back, and it's just she needs to help with the zipper. Uh, did y'all pick up something? Not really. I was just mostly thinking like, well, Maddie, you're still Mexican, so I need to come and check your pockets. 
That's true. <laughs> she is Mexican. Listeners, we're not being racist. She is actually Mexican. But um, right, we didn't say anything about tacos or Jose. Don't, what's the, don't go any further. What's don't the drink that they drink? I would rather not stay up after midnight. We're doing really good. So right, edit that out. <laughs> what are those drinks called? They drink. So always. <laughs> See both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I have Mexican I friends. Don't do this, please. Anyways, right. um, so yeah, um, other than that, like we did get another bit of a thing, um, a little bit more into Maddie's backstory when she was a little kid, um, and this kind of has to do with uh Cassie's thinking about like um about what Nate said to her, like yeah, uh. Uh yeah, she'll try to kill me, but she'll actually kill you. And Cassie has like this uh flashback visions of um seeing Princess Maddie uh like violently like uh bang some girl's head in a lot and like in a locker like fifteen times and she it turns out that little girl's racist, so Princess Maddie, go girl. And, um, like, other times, just, like, whooping hoes asses. Listen, I love Maddie, okay? She's great. It is crazy because she's so tiny beating these girls' ass. Oh, yeah. But they don't it's always small ones. Right, the Napoleon always complex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, she is a queen. Listen, she doesn't like racists. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that one that one little girl probably said something to her about her being Mexican, too. I was, I get 100% she did. And she beat her ass for it. You think? Do you mm-hmm. think that she would take it there with Cassie? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Cassie, that's not a question. Cassie would get it the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Nate? Uh, oh no, she probably she'd get it to him too. I mean, he ain't gonna be. He'll I mean, give it to Nate. Ass. Cass- Cassie is gonna get it the worst. Yeah, she would probably cuss Nate out. But because that was an abusive relationship, she probably wouldn't go too far. Because. Mm. That, yeah, she still has a little bit, you know. He's crazy, and she knows that. Um, Cassie, listen, all that whole montage of her whooping whip those girls' asses, all white girls. Mm. She's just like, I can handle this. Yeah, that might be light work for her. <laughs> yeah, that's light work for her. And, like, Cassie's very, very demure. And Maddie, like, Maddie is the Mexican Regina George, okay? That's right. what she is. I love a so woman that don't like, talk. So she's just like, fuck this i was really no i actually hate that i was that was a that was a sexist joke that i did not actually believe i don't like that that's what she said she could edit that out but it's cool anyway um so um maddie um is at home this is a little bit later she calls um nate and that and he doesn't answer then she calls uh, excuse me. She tries to FaceTime Cassie and she doesn't answer. Now she's kind of got this look like, what's happening? But right, I had the Walking Dead flash on me. Did you, Juwan? I know Jamel doesn't because she hates the Walking Dead now. <laughs> no, I did not. You don't remember that with uh, Negan's wife? Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That was a small good callback, uh, uh, David. Um, Jamel, you would love that episode, by the way. Love it. Actually, um, what. It's actually, all about Wood and his backstory. Actually, his I wife. think you will love the episode. That was a really, really good episode of The Walking Dead. Okay. 
Um, uh, it was gay, the backstory of Negan. Uh, but did you notice how she had Nathan saved in her phone? It basically just like, said, it said, fuck Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, because Maddie's a queen. <laughs> y'all, do y'all have that? In, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you probably don't have it anymore. But did y'all ever have like that? Do not answer. Fuck this young no. lady. No. Yeah. I, I would block, just, I just I block would, it. Yeah, I just get rid of the number. See, you can't block. See, that's the thing. If you block it, you can't see them actually calling you. That's Why like, would you want to see them calling you? I, look, I've never done this, but I've asked that same question, and they're like, because I want them to know, or I want to know that they still want me. Even though I'm not gonna answer them, people do this shit. That's weird. Yeah, I, I swear to you, it's not me talking about me, by the way, people. Everybody in my oh. phone is first and last name, but that my friends have done this. Even my yes. mom is first and last name. I don't have like cute shit. This one girl had like my king, my heart as her boyfriend. I'm like, nigga, you are 28 nice. years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that is ridiculous yeah. with the, with the emojis too, because like my little brothers do that shit, but they're like uh, early well, college kids, grad- right? Like, they, yeah, they just graduated. But I'm like, like you're 28, you got the the heart emojis and my king, my heart, my. Every-. I'm like that is wild shit. I don't even put my girl on my screensaver. I think that's like wild. No, mine. I'm wow. looking at mine. It's, it's first and last name alphabetical order. Right. Yep. Me too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, same. I don't have cutie names. Like, that's it. Anyway, um, we get some conversation between Maddie and Jules. You know, it's kind of depressing. What? I'll never find that kind of love. What do you mean? There's just no darkness. It's just sweet. Yeah. I don't know if that would ever be enough for me. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people are just kind of built different. Yeah. I guess so. And Maddie's kind of depressed because she's just like, I will never have what Cat and Ethan have. Because it's just not going to be enough for her, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> exactly, it's not enough for Cat. It, yeah, like you said, so yeah. It's, yeah, it is ironic that she's envious of something that Cat is low key resentful. Of. It's like an eighty twenty rule type. I thing. would swear I was thinking that so that that too. Like it's that's that yeah. little bit that you don't get from that person. You're like, oh my god, why can't mm-hmm. they be like this person? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I hate yeah. I hate when people do that because you I, I just hate that in real life where people it's like when people put up relationship goals uh, and a real life and just kind of exert insert a real life analog. Um, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet recently decided recently have um, broken up and are getting a divorce. Stop smiling, Jamel. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Listen, so, and I'm you, on my way. <laughs> so I think when you when you when you put people up as the pantheon or of or the uh, not pantheon but as a paradigm that you want to follow in relationships that you that you look up to, um, you're bound to be disappointed. You should not put these relationships up on pedestals. They did that shit with Will and Jada, and you saw what happened with that. 
They have a wonderful mm-hmm. relationship. What are you talking about? I just want them to stop talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I really want them to be quiet. But yeah, I just think, but uh, yeah, so like, but in the microcosm of this show, Cat is presenting a perfect her this perfect relationship whereas on the surface it is ethan is a great guy but she's presenting this to but she's not giving her one of her best friends maddie like hey i really don't like i, I don't think i like this nigga like that you know now that mm-hmm. i mean and maddie is looking at that because of how cash presented it like I, this is what i want you know it's not toxic yeah. it's not abusive but maddie right. and that yeah one is but maddie you know, you know, is is waffling back and forth with like I want this perfection, but I want it, but what I really want is this toxicity. You know, mm-hmm. which is why she she told Jules, I think I'm probably gonna get back with Nate, and Jules is just like, yeah, girl, y'all don't do that, uh, and she knows it's a mistake. She's like, Maddie's just like this, this ain't right, but like it was just like you were saying, like I know this shit is toxic, I know he is not a good person, but. She can't help it. And Jules said something so great. Um, she said, I wish you could see yourself the way the world does. Mm. And the way Jamel does. Because Jamel thinks Maddie is a queen. <laughs> and she definitely don't need that nigga so, Nate. Please. Absolutely so, not. So I have another question. So um, we they introduced... Well, Maddie, we we saw she wants to she wants to get back with Nathan, but they did also introduce Little Meech in the show. Do you think he's gonna come up again as probably uh, like kind of a little interest? Look at all these black people just ruining the, these white relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Happy MLK Day. Anyway, I don't think we'll see uh, him again. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I didn't think we were gonna see Elliot again, and then bam. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I mean, listen, they don't have a lot of black folks on the show anyway. Uh, so I'm kind of excited for. It. I want a little bit more black women on this show. We only have Rue and her mom and her sister. That's it. Like, I, they don't have any black female um, uh, classmates. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, and I kind of want that. Like, but whatever. So that's just my aside. Uh, you know what? That might be on? a double-edged. That might be a double-edged sword, though, because if you introduce, you can introduce more black women in the main character lineup. But I don't know if they're going to. Would you want to see them in the um, in the scenarios that the other girls? I are want putting a black in? Maddie. I want a black okay. Maddie. Damn it. <laughs> okay. I want a black Maddie. Without the yes. abuse. Of course, absolutely. Without the that that that's gonna go without saying. I don't want any abuse. Maybe just some like high school drama type shit. But other than that, I don't like. I don't need any drugs. I don't need any abuse. Maybe just somebody, you know, like a I don't know, whatever. We'll see. Gotcha. Sam Levinson, if you're listening, let's let's chat. He's never gonna hear this, anyways. Uh, Devin, guess what? It's time. It's titty. <laughs> Time. Okay, let me let me let. Okay. All right. Okay. Also, it's under Nate, so it's not really titty time. But we're about to talk. I about know, it. but I know, we but are talking about Cassie. I'm I'm here for it. Let's would you go. like your thirty seconds now, or would you like them during Nate's I, section? I, I'll, I'll hold it for the fantasy. Okay. All I love, right. I love so, Okay. 
Ew, that's gross. Anyways, well, actually, that's not gross, but that's funny. Um, yeah, we're going to move on to Cassie. Um, and them titties. She's going through a bit of a depression. She's not showering. And I didn't know if that was depression or if it was just her being white, because obviously, like, a lot <laughs> of people coming out about white people not taking baths. So I don't know. Look. We'll see. Like, we see her taking, like, a wet wipe, like, under her armpits and shit like that. Like, she forgot to, um, Wash Nate's blood off of her and just like, okay, girl. I would still drink her bath water. I'm telling you, her mom, like, her mom, like, sniffed and was just like, oh, girl. Right. Do you have swamp ass? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and she had an interesting conversation with Maddie. She's like, I think I'm just going to be single for a while. And Maddie's just like, girl, when? You You, can't. You've never been single because you're like, and she's just not only single, she wants to be celibate because she was reading this article about how. Um, celibacy, you know, will um, really help you and it takes you to this next level of, you know, enlightenment or, you know, and a whole bunch of stuff and probably just help her psyche. And Maddie's just like, I mean, that's cute and all, but I don't think you can do that because you love to be loved. So, I mean, we'll see. So, it's like, yeah. She is so, like, dependent on another person. It is crazy. So, here's the thing. This is another thing that Maddie said. She was just like, Oh, well, oh, she, oh, when she said she left to be loved, Cassie was just like, well, how do I stop doing that? And Maddie was just like, well, when you want to say yes, say no. And then we get this flashback to the bathroom. Um, or, or All she did is say yes. Party. Yeah, she was just like, do you want to ride to the party? Yes. Do you want to, let's go to, you want to go to the bathroom? Yes. You want to do this and not tell anybody? Yes. All of these things that she should have said no. I was wrong. They definitely had sex. Yeah, 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 they did. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that happened. And now she's feeling like trash because she fucked her best friend's ex-boyfriend. Even if they're not together, you don't do that. Mm. Uh, like I said, like, yeah, Nate's blood is still on her, which, girl, like, and Lexi was just like, girl, please get it together. Clean so, your room. Yeah, her room is messy. She's eating. She is also eating junk food. Everybody depressed this episode. This is kind mm-hmm. of sad, actually. Now that I think about it, um, except Rue, who is just high as hell. Right. She's living right. her best life. Right. Right. Anyway, Cassie's having. She's on the phone with Nate, and she's crying and stuff like that. And her mom, her mom picks it up because that's what moms do. She's just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't. Those are not the emotions of a single person. Who is this nigga that got you all hemmed up? Right, especially with her being outside. That's a big tell mm-hmm. right there. Why can't oh, you talk, yeah. about, talk about it in the house? Mm, or even your room. Right. So Nate says that they're... That, that Nate's like, okay, she ain't gonna calm down. Let's meet in person, but don't ever say shit because Maddie will kill you. She'll try to kill me, but she will actually kill you. So don't say nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's the only thing that calmed her down. Um, anyway, um, they go to school, blah, blah, blah. Cassie comes home, and Nate's dad is there. And basically, it was just like, I need you to know. I need, I want you to know. I want to know who beat my son up. And, like, he was, like, in that house. Like, he owned that house. Like, have a seat. Um, and whenever, like, she'd look over, he'd be like, no, don't look at them. Look at me. We need to talk about this. And I'm sitting here like, Mom, are you going to say some shit? You're not going to talk right. to my child I like that. I was blown by this. That's, me too, man. I, I really, I, I, this, this is where I started to dislike 
the uh, not dislike the episode for what it was doing, but dislike the characters for what they were doing. Disliking Cal for the expression of dominance, which I will get into a little bit more later when we talk about Nate. But but the dominance that he was expressing in his house like he owned it, which he probably technically does. He probably built the house. Um, But still, you know, and her mom kind of playing submissive with Cal, with, you know, Cal just there, like talking to her daughters any kind of way. Um, You know, talking down to... um, Talking down to Cassie, talking down uh, to Lexi, you know, it just basically pick, just basically pick, picking his dick up and putting put it on the table. I did not yeah, like, I, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like that at all. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. excuse me, it was just gross. It, you know, and that how he was doing that, but, but he, but apparently, like he, like he, he did get what he wanted out of, out of her. Yeah, I just Cassie didn't like it happen. Cause no. she's so, and she's so weak willed, but she's I love very, that girl. I love her so much, but damn, Cassie, come yeah, on, Cassie man. Just don't be making the great decisions. And like the thing, cause like Nate, kind of Nate's dad, Cal, I guess we should just call him, uh, kind of pressured her. Uh, that's an ER reference. Er, you mean Grace? Okay, or Grace? Okay, I don't. I never watched those shows. But anyway, that still hurts um, me to this day. Yeah, ER, ER, wait a like, I gotta insert something. ER now on HBO Max. So Devin, go ahead and um. I do. Catch I up. do. Get, I gotta catch up with that and Succession. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyways, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cass- no, I, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So Cassie um, uh, is freaked out because Cal is just like, listen, if y'all don't want to talk to me, I can um, I can get the police. I know them. So. It is what it is, and that's um. And Cassie wasn't even really thinking about that, cause he was just like, "Listen, we can get all y'all's phone records. We can just find out what happened from there." And the only thing Cassie is thinking about is the fact that um, she texted Nate the night before. I feel like us having sex was a mistake, and um, Nate immediately called her, and Cassie was just like, "Hello, hello." <laughs> <laughs> Girl, please. And why would the cops and, care about that? Like, please use your head. I don't think it was more so the it's cops. High I think it was, so it was gonna become. I think it was more so that it would have been a record that she said it. You know. Yeah. But why would that, that? Why would that get back to Maddie? It would. Because no, no, I feel like it could have got back to Maddie. How? Oh, because if if um if Cal's dad figured it out or found out and then told Nate and then Nate, well. He again. Um, how would Maddie? There's no way Maddie would. Yeah, find now that, that I'm it. thinking about it, I think he, he just could, they could they could write it. They could definitely write that it could. But I but with the with regard to that though, because I mean it doesn't matter. If we believe it. It matters that Nate believes it, and because Nathan calls her and tells her, "Hey, don't he just put the fear text. of God. Don't he just wanted to put, put the fear of God in her. Yeah. So De- hey, Devin, hey, have you ever had to um? Call, have to call someone or tell someone. Um, it could be. A, Why are you a, just a, asking this to Devin? I have. Okay. Well, Jamel, you have done up. that. <laughs> you have. I also. That's why I was asking because I also have. Like, hey, I don't need no record of this. I, you know. I've never done that ever in my life. Oh, so you just I gotta. You just keep a record. This shit right again. I'm gonna fuck you up. Stop. No, don't know. Don't text this shit. You know at all. You tell me this. I, I love person, what you did last life. night, girl. Can you do it today again? I don't know what you're talking about. The way you sucked my dick from the back. That was so good. So, yeah. Uh, Cassie Smith. <laughs> Look at the wise face. 
I'm just trying to think because I don't want to stay up past 1 a.m. Not- that so. was consensual. There's nothing inappropriate about a woman sucking my dick from the back. I okay. am going to move on. Edit that out if you like to, Juwan. It's fine. I um, that all in. I didn't say who. Cassie snitched is the point I'm trying to say. Why would you say that? What? What was I supposed to do? Not say anything. You heard him. He was going to call the police. No, he wasn't. He was bluffing and you fell for it because you're a fucking idiot. Why do you even care? Because you just ruined someone's life. Fesco almost killed Nate. That was his decision. And Lexi is pissed because Fez is bae. Um, right. Anyway. Right. That shows how close they are, Nate. though, that she doesn't know that she's uh, not, uh, that she's kind of feeling Fez I feel now. like. And I feel like they might be the same age or not. I just don't know. Like, I feel like they might be fraternal twins or something like that. I just don't know. Yeah, because it does feel like, like they're, they're in the same, same grade. Age. You know, right. they seem like they're I feel the same like, grade. I feel, like, I feel like Lexi's older. Or maybe there's just like... Lexi, you know what? And the reason why... Okay, we're going to put a pin in that. Because I think you might be right. I think you might be right. We're going to put a pin in that. Why would um, she always sit in the back then when you would feel like the older sibling was sitting in the front with the dad then, right? I got to look well, all about that when we get to that point. Yeah, there's probably a reason for that. And it's probably because of how she looks. But, oh. um, yeah, just, you know, just I'm just being honest. Anyway, um, Cassie gets in Nate Carr. That's when Rue sees her. And they meet like she just jumps all over this nigga and just starts like spider monkey kissing him. And um, they start driving. And Cassie never thought to ask where they were going until like. They were almost there, and Nate's just like, oh, yeah, we about to be there. And they go into this new construction home site, and they basically just talk to him. And like, he's actually kind of nice about it. He's just like, listen, this was a mistake. We shouldn't have ever done this shit. Um, it's my fault. Like, I really like you, but this this just can't this can't happen, dog. And, like, looking at Cassie's face, because the camera stayed on her face the entire time, because when he first said, I really like you, she's just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then he hit her with the butt. And she's just like, oh, no. And then he was just like, everything, like, she was, re- like, girl is acting, okay? Sydney, right? Sydney like, you can see her work, break inside. Okay? Yeah. But she's just like, and he's like, it's my fault. And she's just like, well, I did it, too. So that means, you know, we can still, like, yeah. Uh, like, you could see her. Like, like Nate's just like, bruh. Right, and Nate's just like, bro, this this just can't happen, dog. Like, you're awesome, but I this this is a bad idea. And she just runs off. Hated and she it. just Hated she it. gets out the car and runs off. And um, like uh, he you know he chases after her, and um, like she obviously wanted to be caught because she stopped she stopped running at one point. Like she's just like waiting for him. And Nate's just like, oh, here we go. All right, let's take these drawers off. Mm. And he has sex with her unwashed body? No, she. I think she probably showered by yeah, then. Yeah, she's bathing she now. She like, would have showered by then because she was going to meet, because she was meeting him. So uh, she would have right, showered right. to meet him. Right. You don't want that monkey stand. I don't know. The dude diving head first in It's Nate, though. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I like ain't going to hold you. Hers, hers could be non-shaving. And stink. I'm gonna still dive in. I ain't gonna hold you. That's none of my Bro. business. Just hold Gross. my nose. So, Gross. What, what really blew my fucking mind was when, uh, while he was eating her out, she was like, he was like, "How are you ever gonna look Maddie in the eye again?" 
Like, bro, why are you bringing this up now? Because you're a fucking fucking terrible person. That's why. So, uh, but anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and get into it right now uh, with with um, Nathan and what he did in this episode. Because again, I am still um, off. Of, I was team. I was we're gonna say I'm team team Nathan last season, but I understood him and I re- and I res- had a little re- respect for that character. I'm off Nathan. He's manipulative, as you should mm-hmm. be. He's gaslighting. He's emotionally mm-hmm. abusive. Mm-hmm. He's the prototypical alpha, quote unquote, alpha white male. And I think in that scene where he is taking Cassie very, very far away to his father's construction site, because, you know, they are driving almost in you know real time, probably 30 minutes outside of the um, city proper to the suburbs uh, to another part to another suburb that she says she's never been to. It was just about it was really about control and creepy. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was very just, creepy because he never told her where they were going. Mm-hmm. Right. He could if he, he said was, we're almost there. Right. If the intention was to tell her that this is not a good idea or to break up with her, so to speak, he could have did that outside her house. But it would not serve his ego if he did it outside of a house. He had to take her far away. Um, he had to take her far away to a distance that was outside of her comfort zone that she would not know where she was, that she would be dependent on him to get uh, to get out of because he needed her to be rescued um, so that he can take so he can so he can have sex with her. If that was the intention, if that was really the intention to have sex with her. But it was still needed to be in a situation that was on his term. It was it seems like he's covering his bases like, hey. We can't do this anymore, but I know we're going to do this some more. But, hey, it's on record that I told you we can't do this anymore, but you know we're going to do this some more. But I told you mm-hmm. that we can't do this no more. It's, it's, it, it's exactly what you said. It's horrible. It's toxic. It's abusive. It's gaslighting. It's manipulative because he's trash. Right. And it was it, it mirrors this. It I'll, kind of mirrors the scene with his father and Lexi and uh, Lexi and um. And their mom, um, because it's basically a domination, and he's basically he's also imprinting onto her that she's gonna be tied to him. I don't know if he love if he really does if he's really in love with her or not. I think he sees her as something to toy around with for right uh, for right now. Oh, but, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. I have thoughts. Right, but, but yeah, Nathan is still trash. Oh, absolutely. That, welcome, finally. <laughs> Right and he's he's not just trash. He's, he's like the him. dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> the dumpster. He, nah, nigga, that's the he's the landfill. Thousand percent. Mm-hmm. So let's get to uh, Lexi and Fez. I put them together because they're <sighs> only in it for just a bit. Fez is housing housing the blow up doll Faye. I really thought that. <laughs> Yo, that she does. Oh my god. I thought that so. that was just gonna be just the the premiere and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kinda, no, apparently she's just a whole ass character now. And um because and the only reason that she's like that she's there she's staying with Fez is because the cops are looking for him, looking for her because I think she might have like killed or like really, really hurt their apartment. They said manager, that she threw so she Yeah, they said she threw the apartment threw manager a off a balcony. That yeah. was a that was a a very a lot of police presence for for that. For one damn like, manager, they, yeah. Like they had a, the helicopter out and everything for that you know so. But you know, movie. 
she is tiny as fuck to get in that vent. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. wild. That's a wild shit. Mhm. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, she got out of dodge. She's staying with this, and Ashtray is pissed. Like that nigga, he's just that like, nigga I mad as fuck. Fuck this bitch, and he is also prepubescent. So he also just like, I don't give a fuck about none of this. Get this hoe out the house. I oh, don't you, like. I didn't notice what you were talking about until like we were. I'm watching it as we record, and I just uh, you're when he's just sitting at a table looking so like, get this woman out of here. I did not notice right. that the first like couple times mm-hmm. I watched. So um, we see a little bit of flashbacks. So we get to little, know Lexi a little bit more. We see the flashbacks of um, Lexi telling Rue to get help, and like she basically was just like, "Yo, if you don't get help, I'm gonna call your mama." And Rue's just like, all right, do it then. She called her bluff, and Lexi didn't do it. And then the next thing she knows, Rue OD'd, and she blamed herself for that and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's it's just very sad because, you know, Lexi shouldn't blame herself for that. I really wish and she would dad. have followed through. But, yeah, and her dad, she called her dad stealing um, the uh, silverware and didn't say anything. So that was the same oh. night that Cassie let him in. Right. That was that same night. Yeah. And I, yeah, I do like, and I do like how that scene was recontextualized um, in with um, Lexi's eyes, where she has, well, she did not say anything, but she, but I feel like she, that's why I feel like she's older because she, mm-hmm. she, she's mature enough to under to understand like, hey, um, my dad is a fucking crackhead and he's in here stealing. Now, I may not snitch on him or say anything, but you're basically dead to me. So I'm going to turn my back. I'm going to turn yeah. my back to you. And, She's just um, very passive about it. Right. Whereas Cassie still has that childlike ideal, you know, idealized um, hopefulness for her for her father that, you yeah. know, and that's why I feel like. That's why I feel like Lexi is a little, maybe old, maybe like a year or two older than Cassie. And the only and you, you're right about that now that I think about it because when Rue was doing the voiceover, she said something about how when she was talking to um, Bez, like she said that nobody um, has ever talked to Lexi. Nobody about her age. age. Right, which like Lexi nobody made, Lexi's age has ever so, so yeah they're so Lexi's they, probably like yeah. maybe eighteen or on the verge of eighteen. She's probably eighteen. Fez is twenty, so yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or like maybe twenty or nineteen. I don't know. They they the same age. So either way, um, yeah, like we said earlier, um, Cassie snitched and Lexi is pissed and she's getting on her bike. She put her little makeup on and she's gonna go see her man. And Nate's dad follows her and readies the gat. So there's that. Um, get the gat, get the gat, get the gat. Yeah. Lexi Howard, Hi. how you doing? Good. I'm. Hi. I'm Faye. I'm Lexi. Um, are, are you guys. Yeah, no, she's just staying with me for a bit. But, but she's cool, though. What brings you out here, anyway? Oh, I just came to get a, a drink. Okay, well, we got plenty of those. Do uh, you need help finding anything? No, I'm okay. Oh, uh, that's the malt liquor. 
Um, so she goes to see Fez and they're both smiling and it's so cute. And then Faye's just like, hi, I'm Faye. And I've never wanted to punch her. <laughs> so, but I'm like, if you don't go in the back somewhere, get the fuck out. No, she can't go in the back because that's what Mouse, that's what, um, not Mouse, but, um, that's what, um, Ash, oh yeah, Ash Fez told her not to say, Fez told her not, don't talk to Ash. Don't talk to, don't talk, talk to Ash. <laughs> well, take her ass home then. She should just go home. Shit. She, Either way, so she sees Faye and she's just like, Are y'all? She's like, yeah, No, she's just staying with me though. So, can I, you know, what you up to? And she's like, Oh, I just wanted to drink. And it's like she's immediately starting to shut down. And like, Faye's just can we like, talk about the look on his face the whole time when she he showed so up? so sad. No, he was happy. Oh, when, oh, well, yeah, no, when he first, when she first got, he was like, Oh my God, hi, yeah. Howard, how you doing? Like his face, like that is so, it was so, gen- I'm like, Man. He really he likes her. Right. Yeah, I'm he like, likes her. I right, love this. Is, yeah, this is where I kind of right. like, and this is just a little quibble on television shows where people don't talk um, to each other. Whereas, like, yeah, he said, he did say, yeah, no, she's just staying with me for a while. Lexi should have like, okay, well, hey, I'm I'm Lexi, you know, uh, why like she could, I feel like she just shut down for no reason, you know. Teenagers. But that's her that's her personality though, because yeah. she don't have that confidence. Yeah, we discovered what, that, that she, yeah. she's passive. She has passive moments. Okay, well that's she true. Probably went back into that. But so. to the but also to the point, and I know you're gonna get into it in a minute, but she shut down to the point where she just you're not gonna say anything about you know nigga coming up coming up in here. You know, mm-hmm. hey, this is Nate's dad. Like, yeah, again, she don't yeah, know what she this just... right. And she was also still kind of a little mad too. So yeah, because obviously Nate's dad does roll up um, while she's looking at the malt liquor, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and everybody is on high alert. Yeah, everybody's on high alert. Fez looks at Ash. Ash is just like, I got to get ready. It's out the Fruit Loops box. Let me know. So. <laughs> Um, and my booty hole was tight this whole scene. Yeah, he was walking around like he owned that establishment. Like, uh, yeah, do you have any spearmint gum, nigga? I don't know. The gum's over there. You get it yourself. Um, and as I and he asks, uh, do you own it or do your parents own it? And um, did uh Lexi tell you who I was? And Fez is just like, why do you have all these questions? Right. Do you ask everybody all these questions? Like, no, just you. And uh, Faye, the blow-up doll, is just like, are you a cop? No, I'm just a concerned father. Gives him a 20 and walks out. So, um... Do you think it was yeah. the fact that Lexi was there, that he didn't probably. do it? Probably. Yeah, probably. Witnesses. Witnesses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Fe- Lexi would definitely say something. Which so, You know what? Yeah. You know what? In retrospect, in retrospect, that makes that does make a lot of sense. Even though I did not like that she did not warn him, but the fact that she was there, her pre, her presence, the fact did, she didn't leave, yeah, you know, did keep the uh, situation relatively calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, cause he looked at her like, I knew your ass was lying. I knew your ass was lying. That's how Cal looked at Lexi the whole time. But- My thing was, how did he know that? She would go to him though. That's what I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, that was I didn't put weird. that together Maybe. too. Yeah. That he followed her until that, the third that might watch. That might have been a little bit of a plot hole. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, like, how would he know that? And how did you immediately know it was Fez? 
Right. Oh no, because he. Well, Cassie, yeah, Cassie said said it was Fez. Yeah, Cassie snitched, so he was probably just like scoping the place out and saw Lexi roll up. Yeah. You know, so that's probably what that was. He probably he was just parked around the street or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. Fez got the alarms. He's got the rifles. He's got the gats ready in his Eminem pants. <laughs> and um, he hears something. You know, he's got the blicky on him, but it's just Faye being high on heroin. She out here. So goes back to sleep. Yeah. Someone on someone on Twitter put that Martin or not Martin Luther King Jesus wrong black man Malcolm X. Uh, when he has the rifle looking out the curtain, uh, <laughs> meme on the yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Oh yeah. Listen, cause Fez is that nigga. He just can't say nigga, but we good. Right. Anyway. All right. Let's let's just get to it. And <sighs> Cal, uh, we get to the fantasy that Nate has. Well, before we get to the fantasy, um. Don't do this like, to Jamel. Nate is being carried in on a stretcher in the hospital. That and was we glorious. see two sets of nails. Mm. And we see um we see Cassie's nails. We see uh Maddie's nails. And Cassie is looking incredibly concerned. She's tripping over her heels and everything. Maddie, on the other hand, the queen, is looking like, all right, let's do this shit. She <laughs> she doesn't skip a beat, nothing, because she is a queen. Anyway. Um, so yeah, he's going through probably surgery, getting stitches because he's fucked up. And, um, we get this fantasy with Cassie because he thinks he's in love with her. I will give you, hold on, let me get my phone. Yes, please. Um, I will give you guys 30 seconds to start it, start talk it. about Cassie and be problematic starting now. Oh my God! This woman has—she's perfect. Those lips—I didn't even know she had an ass until she did that little bear rug scene. Oh my God! That little juicy plump ass. Oh my God! She got a nice butt. She does have a nice butt, but no. I did not. I was not expecting that. Yo, the titties, but she has like the perfect set of breasts. Five seconds. Did you see when Nate got the suck on them? I want to go <laughs> to the screen and beat that nigga's All ass. All done. I just, I'm just saying, I wanted to confess that nigga after he sucked on them titties, cause he sucked on them so well. So yes, they have the dreamy sex scene with Nate and Cassie. Bits of Maddie are sprinkled in. Bits of jewels are sprinkled. I saw in. that. Yes, I saw that. Jewels yeah. sprinkled in. Because yeah, yeah, would, he likes all three of them little them three of them girls. Yeah, I imagine. So, they, yeah, because um, he still. I'm not gonna say he's conflicted about his sexuality, you know, but I feel like that he is still struggling with what he wants. Yeah, he don't know what he wants, but Cassie is probably the is closest thing to what he thinks he wants. Um, because like she's very very passive. She. She's one of those I'll do whatever you want as long as you love me types, which is very sad for her and very bad for somebody as manipulative as he is. So he's yeah, what like Too Tall Jones calls a codependent enabler. Mm. I like yes. it. And he uh and he's you know he's gotten uh, visions of her being pregnant with his baby. 
along a pool. His dad is there, random. And then we get some shots of his dad eating some black woman's groceries. <laughs> I never want to see that again in my life. That, that was not a black woman. That was not a woman. Did oh, you, okay. Uh, well, well, she might identify as a woman. We don't know. A black that person. Was, that, that was it. That was a nigga. <laughs> well, we don't know. We know. Did you see the hair on that nigga's ass? I okay. Think it's a black to... person's groceries. A black, a black nigga's person's... ass. <laughs> oh my god. That's not part of anyway. We know he fuck dudes. It's okay I, if he likes to fuck guys. I got friends that fuck guys in jail. Well, he fucks dudes and he, he fucks trans women. He fucks so. People. Fucks people. So, yeah, and he's he's thinking. Uh, I'm just gonna move on. Either way, he hates his dad, and I think his dad hates him. I can't with y'all. I just can't. Uh, and he's trying not to fantasize about Cassie because I. Just, we were doing so good too. I fucked it up. I can't do this. I did not think this was going to be a thing. <laughs> I'm mature. I'm mature. Totally it was totally my fault. Nate is released from the hospital right, a couple right, of days right. early. His dad picks him up. And his dad is just like, I need to know who the fuck whooped your ass because Nate's not snitching. Uh, and his dad is just like, oh no. You it's are like going Robert to tell Joffrey me. Joffrey saying like, you let that little girl disarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly what happens. Just like, why the fuck did a drug dealer or like some punk drug dealer whoop your ass? You want to tell me why some punk drug dealer beat you up? Sure, you want to have this conversation? Yeah, Nate, I do. I don't think you want mom to hear. You remember that classmate of mine that you fucked? Jules? Right. So she told her best friend, who told her drug dealer. And now they keep threatening to go down to the police station and say that you like to fuck little kids. So maybe I was sticking up for you. I want to apologize. I don't need your apologies. I need you to understand. I didn't know she went to your school. I didn't know how old she was. Well, what she didn't know is that you were filming her. Do you have it? Hey? Do you have it? Um... And because um, he didn't sneak in his apartment, and he did the drop like, on it. Let me, right? Let, <laughs> Nate's just like, let me close the door. I don't think you want mama to. I don't. I don't think you want mama to hear this. So do you remember up. that classmate of mine that you fucked? Right. Uh. So she told Rue. Rue told the drug dealer, and they might have tried to go to the popo. So I was actually trying to be in your defense. How about that? And that is the only time I've ever liked Nate. But he this was lying though. Well. I can't remember he was lying in that because he was. They have not tried to. He tried to make himself be the hero. At no point are they trying to. They're just telling him to leave him alone. Leave them alone. He made it seem like they're holding this over their head to get something out of him. He's the uh, one that's the problem. That's fair. Okay, he, okay. He tried okay. to manipulate While his dad, which correct, is gonna work. 
while you are correct, you are very correct. I can't say anything. I do like that he called his dad out. That's the only part I do. Right, like. right, right. Yeah, he did. Like, like he did. Fuck like, a yeah, you kid remember that, you, you yeah. fucking my classmate? How about that? Right. I love that. Cal yeah, I saw was the video. Yeah, I love that Cal was about to go into the, the Andrew Cuomo apology. Like, I just want to apologize to my family. <laughs> right. And I want to like, and I all the know, victims. I didn't know, right? I didn't and know. And here's the thing. It, and that's just what he does. Because in last season, when Jules came up to him at that Carnival episode, like, he didn't get scary like Nate does. He was like, I'll he do whatever like, you want. Hey, I just, like, please, please, please don't tell my family. Like yeah, he, he was, was like, just real, I'll suck real your dick. I got these cheeseburgers. And and Cal did the same. He was just like, listen, okay, all right. So my bad. <laughs> I would like to apologize to you guys. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> and Nate's just like, yeah, I know you be taping these niggas too. How about that? And uh, Cal is just like, so here's the thing. I'd <laughs> like to know if you have that tape. And then we go to the credits. He's got to say yes. He can't say no. Well, he has to say yes, but okay. Yeah, he, I, you know, he can just say nothing. No, you I gotta remember. say yes, cause then you lose all your leverage. No, he probably like, has. To, no, he has. No, he could probably like Jamel said. He could probably say nothing. That way, that Cal is not, you know, feels like he has something. He still has something over his head. He um, yeah, That was the whole point of it. I think he wants to hold that over him. That was the whole point of the whole conversation. Is that he? Oh, he thought he was so in trouble, and he wanted to flip the script. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, I feel like the only reason he didn't say yes is because like his dad would probably like we've seen his dad best Nate so he'd probably be like he's either gonna go through my room or he's gonna like he can just tell like, him not in there I got it you can't do nothing about it I got it I mean shit. I guess I mean I don't know like but I, I see what well, you're saying well he doesn't have but he doesn't like, have it though yeah Maddie he, has it yeah Maddie got it dude I don't remember I remember well, when they showed he, us no he doesn't know that it. Maddie has it he said it does though not, I don't think he knows that Maddie has it I thought he, he said, said he, he, they said it in the at the time, he didn't know that she took it. When she took it, he oh, didn't know. Okay. But afterwards, when okay. he went to find it, and it wasn't in the book, and he tore up his room, he put two and two together that she does. Because uh, he said she does have it, but he hadn't confronted her about it yet. Okay, did, That's why yeah. he can't say anything. or That's why he hasn't said anything. That's, that's why another thing. Up. Can I just mention something real quick? I don't know if Maddie saw that, but Maddie's been real kiki with Jules, knowing that Jules fucked her ex-boyfriend's well, dad. We don't know if that's that tape, though. Is well, it no, that one? Well, that's true. I I thought no, it has to be that tape. But yeah. do we know? I don't remember Maddie watching it though. She watched it because well, they, 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 yeah. uh, they, they show her taking out the they they show her taking it out the yeah the, uh, she put it she put computer. it in her laptop yeah and then she's like they didn't show her face they didn't show what she watched but they show her face yeah she was just like oh right Ooh. what kind of MacBook that she has that has a disk drive it didn't she had like a little thing that was separate that she connected to. Ah, that's what they said. They don't have these drives anymore. Okay. Either way, that is the end, y'all. Let's get to feedback because it is late and yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, let me read um, the Q&A on actually the poll in in our Q&A on the Anchor. So, listeners, um, Spotify listeners, you can take part in the um in the um episode poll that I put at the end of, that I put when I post the episode on Spotify, and I also put a Q and A on there that you can also take part of just as Spotify listeners. And the poll question was, which TV villain had the most satisfying comeuppance? 
And I'm not gonna hold y'all. So it was out. So Nathan got zero percent along with the other choices, which was Todd and Negan. So zero Todd, zero Negan, and zero Nathan. But it was 33 percent for Ramsey, which leaves the other 67 percent overall for Joffrey. Um, still, the still Joffrey is the number one. Um, number one character that people hated that they were happy that he I died. I mean, that was that was pretty awesome though. It, it was I almost awesome. Who Todd was at first. I'm like, who's Todd? <laughs> oh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So, and the Q and A was it was just a simple question. It was how did you out? How did you hear about the edited out podcast? And um, Dre, who was a new listener, uh, she heard about it um, during an episode of the Black Guy Who Tips um, chat room. Oh, um, right on. So what? Yes. So thank you. So thank you, Dre. So um, appreciate so, it. Oh uh, my so, gosh. Uh, yeah. So um, so uh, thank you for uh, taking part in our Q and A, and we do have some other feedback. And let me pull our emails up. So our first bit of feedback actually is about episode one, and it comes from friend of the show, Sora Salsa. Hey, boo. Mm-hmm. So she says, hey, y'all, and Devin, hey, boo. Man, Euphoria is back. Love this episode. They jump right back into the action and close the loop on some of the plot points of season one. Nate is gross. That scene with McKay after he talked to Cassie was so disgusting. Uh, I've always gotten that weird gay vibe from him. This episode reminded me of the first episode in season one when Nate and those other two football players was were at McKay's house shirtless. That scene was full of weird quasi-homosexual behavior. Why are a bunch of dudes hanging out shirtless? I feel Nate instigated that. that you know, that's that white boy shit. You know, that's that. That's Feels like that white boy shit. Is it quasi? I mean, he is bisexual. I mean, we, we kind of call a spade a spade. I don't think Nate? he's bisexual. I think is he, he not? Nate's on the spectrum. It's Nate's on the spectrum. He, he has. Spectrum. He likes dick. You got to be at least half. We don't know right? that. We don't know that. We do. They we said don't he likes know looking at that, the... and we're phone from that. Why does he? Have, okay, let me. Ask, I'm not even probably being part of. I've tried to like give him props, like. He, why does he have a problem looking down at the dicks in the classroom or in the locker room? And why does he have them on his phone? He's closeted. I think yeah. the dicks. I I felt like the dicks were on his phone because he didn't actually show Jules his dick. He showed Jules. He was just trying to find a dick that matched. Why did he have a black show one? Her. Oh, I didn't even notice he had a black. Yeah, one. he had several black dicks in there. Uh, I I, I wasn't even. On, I wasn't looking that hard. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's on the screen. It's evident. My God. Okay. That said, that that last scene was transcendent. I wanted to fuck Fizz after he kicked Nate's ass. Wow. I have kind of jealous. I have never felt that. I have never felt that the ass whooping was so well deserved. I think Fizz used some restraint. You know, because Nate Nate really wasn't that fucked up. He had a few stitches and his his jaw was still intact. So well, they he, did pull him off though. I love, I, I did love that they carried, they they did carry him out. They yeah. was, they they had to carry this six five ass nigga out of the party. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she continues. At first, I thought he was gonna shoot him, and was, and I was thinking it was gonna be way worse than it than this. For the sake of him, for the sake 
of him getting to know Lexi, I'm glad it didn't go farther than it did. Their mm-hmm. scenes was nice, and it was great to see someone giving Lexi the attention it, is, it deserves. Mm-hmm. I am, to insert, I'm really glad also that they're giving Lexi more scenes. I really like Maud Apatow as an it. actor, as an actress. So, you know, I think I'm really liking mm-hmm. that she's going to do more. So she continues, the Nate, Cassie, and Maddie scenes were pretty hilarious, and I was glad that there was a little levity in this episode, especially because it seems like this season is going to be really dark. Dark in the last season? From the from the preview, it looks like Cassie is going to be going through it, so at least there will be a little bit light, a little lightness in the trauma. I really like Dominic Fike on the show. Uh, that's Elliot. Even though I think he's going to be horrible for Rue, Hmm, jury's out. But I think what? That, he is terrible for her. I think that he he not, he's I think he's self aware enough to not let it go too bad. Maybe they could together. Maybe they could. But I'll be MLK there. <laughs> but I think he would be a good fool for the Rue Jules relationship. It seems in future episodes that Jules is going to be bothered by Rue's friendship with him. If Rue can have a friend that isn't constantly playing playing tennis with her emotions, all the better. Yes, definitely. Apparently, I missed a memo that Rue is a non is non binary and a lesbian. Uh, I think she's pansexual. Wait a minute, no. Yeah, no. Well, I think Rue is Rue considers herself to be a girl. Well, she, she she does say that Sam Levinson clarified that in an interview, but I didn't think I knew that. Now I don't. I haven't. If seen I have before. to do homework, I, I I'm not doing homework like that. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, they do on, on the, the show. Yeah. People Children. call her she. She calls herself a girl. I'm gonna call her. Uh, I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna refer to her as such. Just like Jules, she calls herself she. She refers to herself as a girl. She goes to the girls' bathroom. That's a she to me. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that she was portrayed as being. Yeah, I thought that she was portrayed as being um, at least somewhat asexual, but I understand more about her character with the information. I definitely I do, thought she was asexual at first. Me too. I do recall Jules saying that she didn't want to mess with Rue's gender expression when she dressed her up for that dance in the season one finale. I missed that the first time I watched it. Fun fact, Kelvin Harrison was supposed to be on Euphoria this season, but he had a conflict when they were uh, finally able to start filming. I would love to know which character he was going to play. Love the show. Uh, I don't know if y'all know who Kelvin Harrison Jr. is. Not. I mean, Kevin Harrison. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's Jimmy. Kevin Harrison. Uh, what would y'all have seen? But he's a he was in um, a movie that I really like called Waves, which I think is on Showtime. He was also oh, in a with movie. Sterling K. Brown. With Sterling K. Brown, he was the son in that. I think that he was he was in a, he's in a movie called on Netflix. I can't remember what the name of it, but he he's a um, young black actor. He plays these really intense. Kevin Harrison. Yeah, on um, Kelvin, K E L V I N Harrison, but he plays these these oh, real. Oh, I'm looking him up right now. Yeah. yeah, he plays these real intense um black characters, and you know, kind of like John Boyega. It's kind of like saying how John Boyega does okay. when he stars, but he's he's a really but he's a really good actor. I think he probably would have been um the character. Maddie that was Meech in plays. Waves too. Yeah, Maddie was in Waves. He probably would have been the little Meech character. Um, Travis. That's who I think. Oh, he okay. Uh, okay. Had he been in the show, that's who I feel he could have been. So anyway, well, I never okay. seen this nigga before. Yeah. So uh, Soros. Yeah. So Soros also did also um, leave feedback for uh, episode two as well. So let me knock this out. So 
Uh, hey, y'all. I didn't like episode two quite as much as the first, but I think it was nice to see some of the characters get some shine. Lexi and Cassie got to come out of play. I'm also enjoying seeing Cassie lose her damn mind over Nate. Cassie seems to be one of those uh-huh. girls whose only identity is being with a guy. I think yep. that's true. Uh, so Miss Um Maddie even called her out on, on it, saying that she didn't think Cassie had ever been single. Why she acted so crazy is a mystery, though, and I'm hoping the show is going to explain her backstory a bit more. Me too. I hope they do. The more I see Fez, the more I like him. The fact that he's getting, he's letting that junky Faye crash at his house is almost too nice. You know, we didn't even go into that that much, but he he kind of when he meets her, he's like, like you said, don't talk to, don't touch my shit, don't talk to Ash. You know, you stay on this couch, but he does like, hey, you want some of my sandwich? Right, and that was a big ass sandwich too. Because <laughs> he's know. just a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, he, and he uh, asked her if she wants some breakfast. She wants right. some cereal. When, when she's um, when she knocks knives off and falls out of the toilet, he puts her to bed. So you know, he's just a, yeah, he's he's just a nice dude. Lord knows she needs a sandwich and some cereal. <laughs> Lord knows. Not body shaming, but that girl needs to eat. But it shows he's multifaceted, and I think Lexi, Lexi is attracted to that side of him. Her going to warn him about Nate's dad is going to be an interesting wrinkle that in that cow Nate slash in that cow slash Nate slash Jewel slash Maddie drama. The dream sequences with Cat this week were a bit out there, but I guess they were setting her up, they were setting her up to show both her self hatred and self esteem issues, as well as her feeling a bit bored and not able to enjoy her relationship with Ethan after this season's after last season's shenanigans. That glimpse of her mask made me wonder if she's going to go back to camming. I hope not. It's the I have, worst. I have a question for y'all about Cat because I saw I forgot what I was reading earlier this week and I forgot that I meant to text y'all in the group but I forgot I got distracted somehow. But do y'all feel like that? Could y'all be uh, what's the word I want to look look for? Uh, could y'all do without Cat on this show, or do y'all think she's an integral part of the cast? Because I enjoyed her storyline, but I saw like a lot of people don't like her. You know like, what? All I, her stories. I, go ahead, Jamil. I like her, but I I, I like her, but I mean, you can, I you can't leave it. Okay. Uh, I like I like her. I think that I. I like her, but um, I did read an article from someone who, from a reviewer. He didn't spoil anything, but um, but he did. I think he got screeners for like you know for a few episodes, and he kind of said something about Cat maybe may be um getting a short shrift this season. I haven't, yeah. from what we've seen, I don't think so, but I do think that she's. I do think as far as what we've seen so far, she's less important to, important to the narrative. Um, I like the little break that we get with her. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, go ahead. No problem. She continues on. It's the worst thing in the world for Rue, but I really do like her friendship with Elliot. He seems like someone who she can let I her hair it. down and show more of herself, even though they even though all they do is get high. And I'm glad that he's not being pushed as a possible part of a love triangle with Rue and Jules. That does remain to be seen. That remains to be seen. Right, I think that's coming. Rue needs a friendship that's not as drama filled and high stakes as her relationship with Jules. Them getting back together makes even less sense now. I said that maybe they're going to show Jules' confidence issues as her being an insecure one in the relationship this season. I'm not sure what made Rue go to an NA meeting other than giving us the greatness that is Ali. Rue has been using drugs more than ever, so I don't think that she will volunteer to hear more Ali's thoughts on her plan to destroy herself. 
But Ali's Ruth, my daughter, was getting rides home from an NA from an NA by a 54 year old crackhead, and he didn't come to the door to look me in the eye and shake my hand. I think something was afoot. Line took me out. Coleman yeah. Domingo is so good. That was my if listeners. That was my worst. That was my worst impression of uh, Coleman Domingo's voice. But um, <laughs> I wish we got more of him in this series because every moment he's on screen is magic. The man is amazing, though. The man is amazing. Right. Uh, I'm fairly oh. certain. Ru- okay, this is where I was leading to earlier. I'm fairly certain Rue's mama is a bird because oh, wow. she's seen quite typically. I get it, but ma'am, you need to be more concerned with your daughter's recovery than flirting with her sponsor. Love the show. Yeah, I can't argue. Mm-hmm. I can't say the name no to that. Bob, yeah. Bob, chicken, chicken. Like, oh, your sponsor cute. Like, <laughs> and it's that good bad. Like, your okay, drug yeah. sponsor for you overdosing. But he's clean fine. now. He is clean now. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he's clean, but if they don't work out and she gets attached, it could. Mm. Yeah, I can get I'm that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, last I, bit of- I just hope I want the best. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Get it out. Nah, I'm just I'm just rambling. Okay. Our last bit of our last bit of feedback comes from a friend of the show, uh, Mariano. What up, homie? Hi, what Mariano. Up? Hello, Jamel, Devin, uh, and I'm sorry. Hello, Jamel, Jawan, and Young Devin. Mm-hmm. Jamel, let's talk Attack on Titan. I don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Tina's gonna whoop your ass. Uh, I saw the yeah, first was, episode. They those uh those uh what celestials went over the wall and shit. Mm, I, and ripped that nigga apart. I told Nina crazy I was gonna, for the first episode. I told Nina I was gonna watch it after uh Fris, after I watched all the Adult Swim episodes on HBO Max, and then I gotta watch rewatch all the Matrix movies and the Sopranos and ER all 15 seasons okay, of ER. Don't and read the them. don't read the Attack on Titan part. Just send that to me. <laughs> and I do have a que- I do have a question though. Do the do they do something with the Celestials? They, that's where they fight the whole series. You'll see. I gotta keep watching. Goddamn. But no, I'm gonna read it because he says it's on. Uh, Jamil gets that. It, it's something. Apparently, something is on on Attack on Titan. And oh I, man, yeah, it is. I know I can. Only, and I know I can only talk talk to you about it because Juwan is on his twelfth his twelfth rewatch of ER and would never watch it. I am on my twelfth rewatch of ER because it's on HBO Max and it's remastered in 4K and I love it. So. So uh, he he goes to a little bit of insecure. He uh, insecure. I was really happy for the ending. We got the three. The, we got to see the three main characters grow throughout the series in a realistic manner. Of course, your coverage of the show entertained the hell out of me. Thanks again for reviewing the series. Thank you. We had so much fun doing insecure. We did. So on football, the NFL. Maybe Jamel doesn't want to hear it, but I. But how about those now? We're gonna run- move past that. Okay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Juwan, where can they find you? I'm gonna start with you wait first. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Finally, Euphoria. The ending of the first episode gave me so much joy. I didn't know I would feel so good watching someone's face get pummeled. For a mm. second, for the second episode, I was just shaking my head at Cassie. Bad decisions after bad decisions. Also, watching Rue is so frustrating. Overall, I remember how much I enjoyed this show, from the cinematography to the, to the soundtrack, and of course the acting. 
All right, y'all. I got to get back to dealing with the aftermath of people getting COVID. Speaking of which, get your vaccine and your booster. You right. damn right. Yeah. Mariano, uh, we appreciate Mariano. He's a friend of the show. He's also a frontline healthcare worker. Uh, so I want him to uh, to stay safe. And thank you for fighting yeah. the good, for good fight. And yes, definitely. Appreciate it, sir. And your booster shots. Amen. We do appreciate you, Mariano, for not only being a friend of the show, but for the work that you're doing for um, for um, the people. OK. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith said today if he didn't have his booster, his daughter said it would took him out. He was in the hospital uh, for New Year's. And they're like, if you didn't if you weren't vaccinated, you would have been out of here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. definitely we're pro boosters, people. Yes. Yes. Amen. Uh, so you can. um. So listeners, you can also leave us feedback um, by sending us an email like um. Uh, like they did at etopod at gmail.com. Please utilize our voicemail line as well uh, at 205-304-1655. You can also follow us on Twitter at editthatout1 and our Facebook page. If you go on Facebook and search for Edit That Out, uh, you will find Edit That Out with uh, Jamil, Devin, and Juwan. You can follow um, follow us there. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. And Jamel, where can they find you on the Internet? They can find me on Twitter at Jamel Mybell. That is J-A-M-E-L-L-E-M-Y-B-E-L-L-E. If you're looking for me on Instagram or um, TikTok or uh, Snapchat or whatever these niggas. No, no, no. Are you somewhere watching Encanto? Yes, I will be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about Bruno though. Oh, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. I know the song. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. I will I'll get around to it. <laughs> after, after, finish her, after I finish her, Devin, where can they find you? On Twitter at Devin Lamar with two R's. Talk about it. And you can find me on the <laughs> Quiet Storm <laughs> on Twitter at JTD. That is J A Y T E E D E E. You can also find me on um, TikTok at Chef JTD. I actually just bought a new camera set up today, so I will be posting um, more regular content when that um when that comes in. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so thank you very much for listening. We definitely appreciate you all for listening. Uh, I'm still going to put a call out for more feedback. Also, I'm putting the call out for um, more ratings and for more ratings and definitely reviews. Um, you can out, you can rate us the pot. You can rate the podcast on Spotify now. So Spotify listeners, take some time, go to the um, edited out main page for the edited out uh, podcast and give us a rating on Spotify. Uh, um, our Apple listeners, um, please uh, take some time out, leave us a uh, review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. That's going to help us get more visibility, uh, get more downloads. We're looking into doing some more special content, maybe some premium content in the near future here. So if you would uh, please um, do that um, by going to Spotify and going to um, app to iTunes. Um, and leaving us a review that'll really um, increase our visibility to um, you know help us get onto the charts. But we definitely do appreciate you, appreciate all of you that are listening to us. Um, thank you for um, pushing us up how you have done so far. And we will talk to you all next week for season two, episode three of Euphoria. Peace.
All right, y'all. Farewell. Bye. That it's because of drugs? No. Uh -uh. Now, grant you, I partied. But there have been times when I know I was going through a lot of emotional stress and my eating habits were awful. Whitney dying. Crack rehab fails. First of all, let's get one thing straight. Crack is cheap. I make too much money to ever smoke crack. Let's get that straight, okay? We don't do crack. We don't do that. Crack is whack. Edit that out.